Hey, of all the things I've missed on the Pastors of Pain podcast, it's this jam. Hey, did hey. you listen to it while oh, you were on your hey, sabbatical? Hey, you you need to check the what do they call that? What's the thing where you look at all like where it's being oh, played? Yeah, we can we can see the countries. Uh huh. Check out Bosnia Herzegovina and Ireland and we've Florida. Had, we've definitely had Ireland Irish listeners. Oh, you got more. You had one more last Before. month. Three I episodes. In, I keep running into people. There was a lady here yesterday, a couple of days ago from Guthrie, who was like, "I love your show." And then I was at Holy Family Cathedral a few weeks ago. Oh. And there were a couple people there. Mm-hmm. And then this might be the best fruit. You know, so we just hired our new uh, div- director of evangelization oh, yeah, and yeah. formation. His name is Corey Hicks. Corey Hicks came from where? Uh, McKinney, Texas. Oh. So Corey, this goes back end of the school year. There were some, uh, some of our families were having a graduation party in the parish hall. Well, they invited me. So I just, I just was going to stop by literally for like five minutes was like all I, you know, well, I, I walk in and there's this woman standing there and a bunch of kids running around and, and she said, Oh, are you father O'Brien? And I was like, yeah, hi, well, you know, welcome. And I never met her before. And she said, we just love like your show. We live in Dallas. And, but I grew up here and what's her name? Andrea Hicks. Oh, no way. That's her husband? Like Father Paul Schiller's? Yes. Like one of his yes. besties from yes. growing up here. <gasps> yeah. Stop. So she listened to the show. So that kind of kept her connected to the Catholic world here. And she has friends and, you know, yeah. um, she's real good friends with the Shooties and that whole crew. Oh. But anyway, that, so that that was like the the, the podcast was the the bridge that allowed Andrea to introduce herself to me. And then that conversation then led to Corey applying. And isn't that here a we are. beautiful? And in Corey Hicks's first week, when he, the day he started, which was Tuesday, the something, <gasps> uh, we had six people already signed up for RCIA. Mm-hmm. And now we have 25. I'm sorry. What? That that must be a mistake. <laughs> He's just getting after it. Are they AI AI people? Who? <laughs> AI people? Ar- artificial intelligence, you know, sort of people. Like yeah, he's created them, and they well, look. You like can't him. give sacraments to a a robot, a robot, or a computer computer or an animal, computer generated creature. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so it's awesome. Anyway, that's just little little fruits. Okay. Little fruits of the podcast. Wow. Um, how is your new building? Um. In the in the words of Nacho Libre, it's fantastic. Uh, you know my you know my favorite uh, favorite movie this summer is Puss in Boots: The Final Wish. Uh, amazing! I'm gonna go back and watch all of them. I okay. who's your famous fearless hero? Oh my gosh! It's just Antonio Banderas does an amazing job. If you ever know, we should watch it tonight. Is it a cartoon? Uh, yeah, it's an animated movie. Oh, David will like that. Our seminary. It's a, it's a it's a nurse. It's all nursery rhyme. So it's like, you know, little Jack Horner and the three little bears and stuff like that. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So I was thinking. I of, would watch that. I'd get. I'd give you a half hour. Oh, it is hilarious. Prepare to laugh your mouth goes off. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, I, just, I guess I just like probably like the accent. 
I love Hispanic accents, especially like when you get people from the frontera. Oh my gosh. Cause then I start talking like them when I'm speaking. There's Spanish. a funny video I saw the other day and it yeah. was like, when, <laughs> if, a, if a family, so it'd be like a, a Spanish speaker, Spanish is their first language, but they're speaking in English of like how different stores are spelled. Like when I talked to a Spanish speaker, they were, they, if, they, if they're talking about Walmart, they call it Walmart, Walmart. So it'd be like W-A-L-M-A-R, Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Or like Burger King. <laughs> Burger King. Anyway, they just. Like, like the city of Tulsa. They were, but they spelled it out like phonetically. Anyway, it's very funny. Yeah. I, I funny this summer when I was hearing confessions in Medjugorje, the, uh, cause I always make fun of Spaniards with their lisp. And then, España. and these Spanish people would like, I confessiones esta noche. And I was like, si. <laughs> And, and they thought you were from Spain. And they thought it was like, oh, I'm not Spanish. I was like, no, I'm not Spanish. It'd be Mexico. the equivalent of somebody like walking up to you in English with a, like a British accent and you respond with a British accent, you know? <laughs> and they're like, hey, what part of England oh, are you you're from? from? You're like, you're from England. Nah, I'm from, uh, oh, no, I'm from, I'm from Oklahoma. You know what I found funny about, <laughs> uh, uh, just about cultural things is uh, when I was hanging out with these Irish folk, traveling with them <laughs> and I showed them pictures. They're like, so where, so where have you been? That doesn't sound like an Irish accent. Um, they, they would ask me where I'd been and I showed them pictures and I said, well, this is Yorktown Williamsburg battlefield. It's where the British got beat and they got whooped. So I send pictures to all my British friends on the 4th of July that says, the colonies thank you for this great territory. If you would like to come back, we have some tea in the river, plus all your battleships and some cannons. And the Irish people were like, what? I was like, oh yeah, I mock British people every year. And they, because they've had 500 yeah, they years of a, a history, uh, 500 years of oppression, oppression and they've, ne and they've yeah. never really beat the British at anything because it's Ireland and they don't have a big army. So they got a kick That's out really of that. They got a kick out of that. Anyway, um, just. I was asking about your building. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Five minutes oh ago. Oh my. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, I would say that there's something really beautiful going on in the church in America. Texas A&M just dedicated Brand their new church. Yeah, just our bishop uh, was just, there. Just over a month ago, a beautiful, incredible church. Uh, K-State dedicated theirs this past, what was that, February or March? I love that the church at K-State is called St. Isidore's. <laughs> well, um, it was originally... it was a patron saint of farmers. Well, it was originally called... It, it's got a name of a Jesuit priest... And it was like Saint something, and it was named after a Jesuit missionary oh. priest. Uh, and then at some point in time, the pastor uh, named it Saint, Saint Isidore's. Can we do that? We can just uh, I, change the name of our parish? Well, they didn't know. I mean, it just like, you know, over a 30-year period, the name had just sort of crept oh. out. I can't remember the name of the Jesuit. Anyway, um, so all along the central United States called the flyover states, we've built these beautiful churches that are not... I mean, yeah, lots of... I mean, you, when you were designing yours and building yours, you went around and visited yeah. Nebraska. We went... Uh, I, I, 31, 31 other Catholic student centers Yeah, I'd been to. In yeah, a, it's cool. In the six-year I mean, period. It, it's a, there, I think there is... A, on college campuses, a lot more people are paying attention yeah. to the, 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 this age group. 
which is vital. Mm-hmm. A lot of, as you as you say frequently, people a lot of people leaving. Oh yeah, the church as high school and college students. Um, so I just it's funny. I was talking to somebody the other day. I was in Tulsa giving a little talk, and somebody said, you know, and this and this happens regularly, and it's very nice. And people are like, you, I just love your church out in Stillwater. You know, either like, oh, I went there once; it was so great, or I've got to get out there. You know, and then sometimes people will say, like, oh my gosh, you like when you you were just like handed this awesome church and and i and i was you know yeah i mean we were it's right this is yeah. beautiful but then there's kind of a sometimes like a um a tone uh-huh. of like beautiful church equals e- either like easy ministry oh uh-huh. or beautiful church equals or or i should say new new equals no problems oh <laughs> Like, and, and what, what we've, what we've been experiencing and really, I mean, you know, for five years, um, and, and you for the last several months is just because something is new. And I would say, you know, just because you, I mean, when people build a new house, like stuff goes wrong, it wasn't quite done right. I've, I've, you know, I've known, you kind of discover like, oh man, I wish we would have, Oh, you know, so, yeah. so, you know, some of, some of that. Um, and so I just, I, I just think it might be interesting to kind of talk about that of what new building does not equal easy ministry. In fact, yeah, it can actually complicate it because more people, more people come, yeah, which is good. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a end of year last year, May, whatever graduation shows up. It, old St. John corner of Miller, Knobloch, little Brown building. Did a lot of great stuff for, um, you know, Father Clement Pribble did a great job and it, it served its purpose from 1962 till five till the present day. Every, um, every year we would have, oh, about maybe 200 people show up for graduation parties. That would be students plus their families over a period starting at like, you know, nine o'clock in the morning till seven o'clock at night. On... At, at the mid-late morning graduation, we had somewhere between three and 5,000 people out in front of our church. Yeah. Taking pictures in front of the doors, sitting on the lawn, hanging out, sitting on the retaining wall, taking tours of the building. Uh, Ashley Martin cooked. She made like 500 cookies, I think it was. 200 of them were gone by the first graduation, and by noon we had nothing left. <laughs> like all the drinks. And she was like, okay, I need to go find some more stuff um, to cook and more cookies to make. Anyway, it was just like stuff like that is, yes, there's this boom of ministry. And it's like, well, we didn't expect that to happen. Um, and, and so, which is also beautiful because more people are wanting to use a facility and wanting, you know, like Army ROTC called us up and was like, we have no place to do our our commissioning ceremony. Oh, and we that's ha- nice. And we have all these Catholics. Is there any way we could come over and do our commissioning ceremony at St. John? We're like, yeah, we got this big hall. Come on over. You're, you know, your university is associated with us. Uh, so there's there's those things like that. And then, and then, and then. And then what? And then, and, and then like our stairs came off. 
and the stair company couldn't figure out why the stairs wouldn't stay down. Came and, off? What yeah, does that yeah. mean? They, they like peeled up. And the conclusion they finally made was, we think the batch of glue that we used on these stairs oh. exceeded the temperature that is prescribed on the outside of the bottle. Oh, no. So that if it was stored in an environment and they had gone through like dozens of tubes of this stuff and they're finally like, we think the whole box is bad. So just things like that. And, you know, they, they well, I mean, we had a piece of roof fly off today or fly off this summer and landed in the Casa Mia uh, parking lot. And, you know, Bill Ryan, Dr. Bill Ryan, who's our building manager, you know, scooped that thing up and got the people to put it back on. Uh, scooped it up? Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess they How put it. How far did it go? I don't know. It landed over in the parking lot. God, it didn't like hit somebody or punch a hole through a car window or something like that. Yeah. Uh, on the bottom, it should say not responsible if becoming like a flying object or something like that. <laughs> I think uh, it's just assumed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it it's hard. Oh, and and in some ways, I mean, in your case, you you built that, and here, you know, we we we've we've done it to ourselves. Yeah, it's not. Every building has its difficulties. Yeah, and so I just I just think it's an it's a perspective that I think people need to hear. That a a beautiful building is actually hard to maintain. Yeah, yeah. Because because so many people visit, so that means more people. That's great. Um, but then there's also I think added pressure. To, to maintain it. If people are coming to your building because they like what it looks like, yes, then it needs to look good. Uh-huh. And that means the, you know, land, landscaping, uh, you know, there's the trash been picked up. Uh, you know, we just did a big, we just, uh, we spent a week just painting in, inside the hallways, had been nicked up. Uh-huh. Um, we painted in the nave. Lots oh. of lots of places where just yeah, where like people you're, like you're mopping, people and you just, bump into stuff and chairs, yeah. and um, you know we're constantly like changing out lights, constant, you know, all of that stuff. And then a couple weeks last week we painted the parish hall, you know, just mm. places where, it, and we've you know we've only been in. You might say, gosh, you've only been in there five and a half years. Like, why do you have to paint already? Well, because every week there's thousands of people. Yep, that's coming a, yeah. through. I just think it's something that people don't. Yeah, you, maybe just people don't think about, and not that they have to. They should. Yeah. I, I don't want my parishioners like worrying mm-hmm. about the paint. You know, I yeah, tell yeah. them we're painting. You know, just don't touch it. Yeah, that's it. Don't touch but it. But it's a. But it's just. I think it's just something that people don't always think about. Kind of building yeah. maintenance, which I think on a new building can even be more difficult. Yeah. And if you don't have an endowment for maintenance, like we had a we had a two point five million dollar endowment raised. And then the building You built that into your to your building budget. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So ours was our building was eighteen and so we had raised twenty two million. So we had our two point five million dollar endowment plus a cushion if prices went up. Well, prices went from eighteen to twenty to twenty two to twenty four in five days. 18 to 24 million in five days during COVID. And then it went from 24 to 30 in a four month period. And so like uh, our, ma- our maintenance endowment was gone and we had to raise yeah. uh, the difference between 22.5 and 27.4. So you, you do not have a maintenance endowment. Yeah, we do. It's $20,000. Right oh, okay. 
that's okay. Seed. It went from two point five million to twenty thousand. So that's this kind of some seed. Some yeah, yeah, seed yeah, money yeah. I mean, we just that. we just put money in it. We just keep. Right and what is that money for? Fixing all the equipment on the building. Fixing things. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because all this stuff's going to break, and there's seventy two lights in the ceiling now, and they're all going to go out at about the same time. Well, you yeah. think? Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, they. Um, it's. Fun. I mean, here we have it all the time. You know, yeah. I, I during mass, I notice things. You know, or just as I walk around, I know. You know, I pick up a lot of trash. I kick bugs out the door. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of bugs lately, uh, but it. You know, I, I, if I see a light out, uh huh, I, I take a picture of it, and then, and then I get out a big ladder. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I do not. I'm afraid of heights. And we get it, and we get it changed out, right? Yeah. Um, and then, and then, like the next day, like another light. Yeah, you know, it goes out. And I'm like, what? Oh my gosh! You know, it's funny. I told your maintenance gal a couple of years ago, three, about three or four years ago, and I said, you know, there's a light out in the choir loft, and so I had mass over here at St. Francis, and there I could see during the middle of mass, uh-huh. the light was out at the gospel. The light was out. Through him and with him, and the light is on. And that was the thought that oh, went through my mind. It changed during mass? She went up there and replaced the light. Oh, during mass? Yeah, because she had been wow. to mass at 8 a.m. that morning. Okay. Or, yeah, 8.30 wow. or whatever time it was. That was quiet. Uh, yeah, it was like really smooth. Anyway, <laughs> it, was just like, it was just funny like that. Um, during, the, during the elevation, my eye said, that light's changed. And I was like, okay, pray, Wakulich, pray. Yeah, don't worry about the light. Uh, yeah, but we have these beautiful buildings, uh, and... People talk about Stillwater and the beautiful buildings and churches of Stillwater and the ministry we do here. And yeah, I mean, you want to do- uh, donate CatholicPokes.com or SFX.org. You can yeah, make so a, it's expensive. a tax-free so we, donation. So you talked about your maintenance endowment. <laughs> your goal was $2.5 Now it's 20000 <laughs> When we moved in here, there, it, was, it was nothing. Um, so we, we still owe money. We still owe 700000 on the building that we're paying down. But we have also set aside um, our our ultimate goal, the the, yeah. the, the budget goal, um, is to have a, a we just call it a building operating fund of two million dollars, mm-hmm. which will be to to do anything that needs to be done, from painting to new curbs to you know bigger big big ticket yeah. items like you know your chiller goes out or your you know stuff needs to be dug up or. So that right now is actually at eight hundred thousand. Whoa! Which we're very, which we're very excited about. Um, Why don't you just take that eight hundred thousand and pay off the other one? Because it doesn't. The eight hundred thousand's invested. Ah, okay, there it is. Yeah, I mean, it's making more than it would than our interest payment. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, our goal is yeah. to get our debt to zero. Yeah. And our building maintenance to eight hundred thousand. Yeah. I, I mean, I still have a little. I mean, even when I got back here, I would have like nightmares about um, St. John, about like like the humidity level. Like we, when we originally started this, we came, we were like came up with a decision not to put a dehumidification system in the building. Oh, and I think that was an error because our equipment is hooked up. It, like the train equipment has the dehumidification equipment in it. So we can just turn it on. Like it's going to cost us some money just to, it can't just turn it on. 
but they uh, what does it do? It takes moisture it ta- out of the air. Takes moisture out oh. of the air. So uh, we, I mean, we came to the understanding that the AC units would do that. They would pull moisture out of the air, but they didn't do it at the rate um, that was needed. Oh. And so with a high level of moisture, this but not only the summer when it rains here, it gets yeah, super humid. It does, and and so we just had we just <laughs> have some humid. I mean, for I don't know a month and a half, some doors wouldn't close. Oh yeah, yeah we've yeah. had that. We've had that going. Yeah, new buildings, new buildings just ha- so we have some um, swells. Yeah, we have some th- a little um, little um, little radio controlled RF things that tell us the humidity level in the certain mm. parts of the building. So, like right now in the Hoftorium, there's like two big doors won't shut. We had to do when we moved in. There were humidity issues, and it and it was. It had a danger. It didn't, but it had a danger of possibly affecting the wood. Um, so we have all this. I mean, different from your place, we have all this wood everywhere, and it's awesome and beautiful. All the statues, yeah. And the the humidity level has to be a certain thing, or yeah. that, or that will both crack, swell, and crack, and yeah. Um, so we've got anyway. We got all that figured out. We actually had a humidity issue while you were gone in our attic. In the house. What? Uh, we were sitting. It was a Thursday night, and we were sitting here, and Father Healy we took the trash out and basically almost slipped on the floor in our little mud room here, our laundry room. Uh-huh. And there was water coming from the ceiling. And we were like, ah. And we went up in the attic. So our attic has a dehumidifier. Yep, that's right. But, Over the corner. But all of the... The pans, the, the pans were full, and it was dripping out. Oh yeah, the the and f- came through. The overflow was clogged. But luckily, we caught it right as it started. I mean, if that had happened while we were all sleeping, that would have yeah. drip, drip, drip for. You know, we all get ten hours of sleep every night, and so it would have <laughs> slipped. For, but anyway, we caught it, and you know, and got fixed it all up, and got towels up there, and got it repaired, and it got cost us a couple hundred bucks to fix the ceiling. Yeah, but anyway, that kind of that kind of stuff that I think just like people don't think about, and this is true if you're in Stillwater or wherever you are, like your building, the physical building of a church costs money. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. takes it takes a lot of effort to make it look the way it does. Yeah, I was uh, with a priest this summer uh, from Mississippi, and when they had that big hurricane come through, it the this you ready? This is what happened to his, his house. So the rectory was behind, and they elevated um, this platform for high water to put the AC units on. When the storm came through, it buckled that frame, and the whole air conditioning unit from the church fell over on the rectory and went through the side of the rectory. <laughs> Those are so heavy. I know. I know. And it was like. On big buildings. I mean, when I was at Bishop Kelly, <laughs> when like, we would change out. You had to get a crane. The, a huge crane to, to just. And then yeah. on, on like skyscrapers and stuff, they, they, use, they use helicopters. Yeah, yeah. And so it was. Wow. I can't imagine that falling onto the house. Yes. It was. Oh. So then it's like. What do you do then? So it's like now the church is out of commission because it's got no H, uh, AC yeah. and the rectory is out of commission because it's got a giant air conditioning unit in the side of it. Father so, needs a new house. So, uh, yeah. So they had to redo all that and it was just a hot mess. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it's it's so important to, 
I, I think one of the coolest things y'all got going on here is the Sod Squad at St. Francis. Those people love their parish and get out here and mow. Uh, I don't know. that. There's, I got there, two words for you. Wally Howell. Yeah, yeah. He's got a son that's kind of, you know. He's the, he's the boss. <laughs> so our, our Sod Squad, if Just you don't know. Jackson's amazing. This is part of our, our steward life of stewardship, right? So we have this group of people on Saturday mornings that come. And then it also happens during the week. There's a group that mows. Yeah. So when you look at our landscaping, which I think is very nice, so all the lawn mowing, all the edging, uh-huh. all the, 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 the flower beds, yep. we don't pay for any of that. That's beautiful. And I don't know. I'd love to get it all figured out. I mean, it would. I bet that group saves us, I, I'm going to say 50000 a year. I was going to guess a thousand dollars a week. Yeah, yeah. So that's fifty. I mean, that's weeks. incredible. Yeah. And it's something. I mean, the the you know, it's something that I think the group enjoys. It's mm-hmm. not a mandatory. You know, they're not all working off their community service from their <laughs> from their arrests. Um, maybe some court appointed. Um, but they, um, yeah, it's something they enjoy doing, and it's one of the ways in which that group of people give back. Mm. Oh to, yeah, yeah, to the life of the parish. Uh, anyway, just but but that even that, I mean, that's kind of an operation. I mean, you gotta keep up with that and 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 get them what they need and the lawnmowers and kind of all that stuff. Yeah. Who, what you're you have nice landscaping out front. I mean, you don't have a lot. You don't have as much as we do here. Oh no, no, no. And you I don't have as much land. I intentionally kept it low because I mean, even you know, architects. Ah, um, bless me, Father. If you're, if you're an architect and you're listening, bless me, Father um, Five. Sin. I violated away. the fifth commandment. I did not murder them. I just <laughs> don't like architects. Now. You just wanted to murder them. I just want to like because they build things and then they're like, okay, here you go. Like they put all these trees out in this landscape. I was like, how is somebody to mow all that? And they're like, well, they can mow around it. I was like. With what? With, with what? Like, there's not a lawnmower that exists that can like. You took fit- those out, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. We took yeah. them out and we we rescaped things and put we potted trees and plants and stuff like that and putting them around the property. Um, and we have to then we have to like we have to remove lights too from the building because when you're mowing, people run them over or vehicles pulling in run yeah, them you over. Have to be careful, lights on the ground or any oh, kind I of know. like plaques or uh, architects. <laughs> they, I mean. <sighs> Uh, well, because in, in the in the defense of the architects, right? They they want to build something you beautiful. Let me tell you a joke, but not necessarily functional. Yeah. So that's where, I mean, that's why we don't just let you don't just let an architect build whatever they want. They have your input. Yes, I'd love to, uh, here, I'd love here's to the, hear here's the joke. joke. What is your joke? joke? Jesus and Peter are up in heaven chatting one day, and Jesus says, "You know, I like these gates, but I, you know." I want to do something a little Art Nouveau-y, a little sort of redesign the gates. Give it a, give it a, have it a little new feel. And he, hey, Peter, um, can you find us an architect? Peter looks at Jesus and says, yeah, but I'm going to have to go down to hell to get one. You okay with that, wow. Jesus? <laughs> okay. We're going to get some. I don't, we've, never, we've never gotten any hate mail. <laughs> I think we might. Um, but, uh, I love the architects. But anyway, it is I just, all this just to say that having a big, beautiful building, mm-hmm. it is awesome. People yeah. come and they visit, and we 
both both of our communities ought to be mm. grateful every day yeah. for, for what we've got. Oh, glory but then, to God. But the, the but the the long term, long after you and I are are gone, um, we have to yeah you know, we have to put money away, and we have to take care of the building. I mean, yeah. everybody has a role to play in really caring for. It's good. It's good stewardship. Oh good man, stewardship it of is the, of the of the building. Speaking of that, our stewardship renewal uh, annual stewardship renewal just started. What? Every parishioner should be getting their packet in the mail. Oh, beautiful! Commitment Sunday, September 9th and tenth. Good times. Um, we also have RCIA starting up. So do we. Um, we've got a bunch of people. That's awesome. So do we. So we're doing Tuesday nights. So do we. Wednesday nights in Spanish. Oh. And then all not. the kids stuff. Middle school Sunday mm-hmm. morning. Pre-K through fifth grade Sunday morning, first communion Sunday morning. Wow. Confirmation Wednesday nights, high school youth Wednesday nights. Jeez. You know, we're off Sunday nights. We're not doing anything on Sunday nights anymore. Beautiful. Congratulations. Yeah. That's uh I uh, I have a student supper on Sunday nights no, after have, yeah, five mass and mass and dinner. You're, yeah. you're you're different. You're different uh-huh. than us. Yeah, we're just we're encouraging people to have uh have people over, pray in their homes and have people over and Sunday night after mass for dinner and mm-hmm. have people over. That sounds beautiful. Yes. We're working I, on it. I like we're, it. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, so anyway, yeah, we are. Uh, come see us. Yeah. Man. And say a prayer. So start say a school. A, say a prayer for uh, the students going back to school. This past week it started in Stillwater. Yep. And then next week it starts at Oklahoma State. Pray for college students around the country. Safe traveling because it's a dangerous time. They're trying to get back to school. Yep. And and it just. Also you know, football. Yeah. And they're just trying to adapt themselves to <laughs> a life of being New away life, from home. man. Yeah. yeah. It's great. So pray for it's them. Great. And us. You're hey. welcome anytime. Come, come see us. I know you say you're going to come see us, but you actually need to come. Peace. Okay, bye. Go, folks. <laughs>